1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning. morning, What up, Key? Man, the sky, bruh. (laughs) The sky, bruh. You feel
3: me? That's such a
2: Cali thing, the sky, bruh.
3: I'm just, uh... You know, taking it all in, listening to everything out there in the world, seeing everything, you know. See. I'm one of those guys, I see everything and I hear everything. I just, you know, I'm like a, a fly on the wall. When you don't think I'm paying attention, I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know well, that fly that you think you're getting ready to hit, Max? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he moves real quick.
1: That's yep. how I am. They've evolved to be where you don't think they're going to be. You know how you kill that fly, by the way? I swear to you, this works. Smack where you don't think they're gonna be. Because they've evolved to be there, right? I have never Don't follow it. the trajectory. I be honest, you guys smack smack the air where you time. don't think they're gonna be I've and you'll ne- kill them. Or
3: or if you don't want to kill a fly, you just want to keep them away. Yeah. Here's a trick for you. You know, I, in the summertime when you're at your big house, Max out there, you know, yeah, yeah. where the big houses are. Sure. Go on the porch, take a bag of get a, a, a plastic like a like a um a little plastic bag, like a little Ziploc type thingy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fill it up with water. All right, and stick pennies in it. All right, and put a hanger or something to attach it to, and put it on your front porch. And they like Fly. the copper in the pennies or something. I, I, you know, I think it's the shiny penny, penny, the the reflection oh. off of the pennies. That keep them away. You think I'm lying, Jay. Google it. I know you're going to Google
2: it. <laughs> I've just never put this much time and effort into flies. I have not. I... While you're at I'm it, you, how do you get rid of the You didn't see the movie The Fly?
3: You didn't see the movie
2: The Fly? I have, but still, damn, you guys are taking me down like a Shakespeare path with fly <laughs> No, knowledge. seriously, Jay. I mean, not... Google it. <laughs> okay, that's how you get rid of flies. Copper pe- pennies, copper flies. Wait, let me see. All right. Penny,
3: that. copper fly, water, keep them away. There you go.
2: Hold on. Now I have to report. Hold on. Now, well, now while report, you're doing no, that. No, hold well, on, Max. Wait,
1: you're going to do it in real time? One?
2: Yes. Keep away. All right. What do, do what do you have? What do you have?
1: Hit enter there. What do you got? That's right. Oh, Wikipedia. That's
2: right. There really is a way to control your fly problems simply, oh. naturally, and successfully. Specifically, drop four or five copper pennies into Ooh. a plastic bag, half filled with water, zip it shut, then place or hang that bag where you want to cut down your fly traffic.
1: See, you thought I was playing. Keep it shut. They, they said. The key said, leave it open. That this makes sense. No, I didn't say leave it open. I didn't say leave it open. So, no, so no, how no, does it just, kill him?
3: I it's the. I think it's the reflection. Of keep him away. I think it's the reflection off the penny. They oh, look at oh. themselves in the penny reflection, and it gets rid of them. It it's almost keeps like a mirror. Him away,
1: I see you're not actually. Killing yeah, them. You're no, you're not them killing him. Them you're keeping them away. Yeah. Flies don't if, like water. As I said, so I wonder if that works, works for water. roaches. I would love to try that if that's the case. This is, um, I can't. I learn something every day with this. If you're
3: living spray. around roaches right now, something wrong with What's you, next? New York City, brother. Good luck. We got the fly solution. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck.
1: Got a guy coming and spraying everything. You're in, you in the wrong building, bro. <laughs> so, so um, if you're a fly that sees everything, a fly on the wall key, did mm-hmm. you see hashtag Monday Night Gratitude on. Aaron Rodgers' IG. Did you see that? You want me to I want me sure to quote did what he this said? Morning.
2: Yes. Nice Here we go. Of Shiraz and here's some, some Monday Sade. night gratitude.
1: This is from Aaron <laughs> Rodgers on his Instagram for some of the incredibly special people in my life. With some pictures from that from the last beautiful year. Shailene Woodley, thank you for letting me chase after you the first couple months after we met, and finally letting me catch up with you and be a part of your life. Thanks always for having my back, for the incredible kindness you show me, and everyone you meet, and for showing me what unconditional love looks like. <laughs> I love you, and I'm grateful for you. To the men I got to share the QB room with every day, Matt Nathaniel, Luke, Jordan Love, and Kurt Benkert. It's at Kurt Benkert. You guys make every day so much fun, and I'm thankful for the daily laughs and stress you and stress relief you brought me every week of the year. I love you guys. To the Friday crew, et cetera, et cetera, including uh, David Bakhtieri, I love every moment we got to spend together this year. Your love and support was overwhelming, and I cherish the friendships I have with each of you to my teammates, past and current. You're the icing on the beautiful cake we call our job football. The friendships that we have will transcend our collective time in this game, and I'm so thankful for the role that each of you have played in making my life that much better. I love you guys and cherish the memories we've made. To everyone else, spread love and gratitude, you beautiful people, and read a book once in a while, too, while you're at it. Love and peace with two hearts. So, you buy – like, first of all, Keith, before we get to anything else, you have been adamant throughout this season, the regular season, you were saying, if they get to the Super Bowl, they don't have to win. If they get there, he ain't going anywhere. Then they didn't even win a playoff game. But you still thought, you know what, I'm looking around, nope, he's staying in Green Bay. Does this change your mind? Yeah, it
3: does. I mean, I, I looked at it throughout the course of the season based on how – it's hard to leave somewhere when you're playing – at an all-time high, and you go to the Super Bowl. It's just Why would you walk out? Like, there's no point because the next thing you want to do is try to get back or repeat. Well, that didn't happen, as you uh, said, that they didn't even win a playoff game. Now it's like all that love and that feeling is gone. It's not there anymore. It's like I got to go do something different. Now he's releasing a letter on Monday Night Gratitude. I mean – I don't even know, I, throughout the course of the season, did he ever, did, I've never, this is the first time I've ever heard of that. I never saw him do it throughout the course of the season. So this is something new that he's doing again. And I know a lot of us, you know, we jump into it head first into the ocean as soon as Aaron Rodgers says something. We dive right in and we analyze it, we break it down, we talk about it for weeks and months and Sundays and everything else. This one's different, though. He's saying a lot of past tense stuff. Like a lot of, it, it, it just feels like that there is,
2: um, he's leaving for good. That's what it feels K, like. K, you want to know what happened last night? Play it for me, Yates. Gratitude. It's the wine for the soul. Mm. Yeah, go on. Get drunk. Shailene,
3: thank you. So you think he was drinking?
2: Yeah, man, there, something was going. We're in the emotional bag. There is, a, I got a sweater on. Got the fireplace going, it's crackling, Key. You know the little sounds it makes. His
3: hair, his hair, in hair tied
2: bun. Yes, and it's pulled back. <laughs> he's slick. He's cozy, warm, and he's starting to get into his bag of feelings, Key. I don't know what this man is doing. I don't. He's always inciting some kind of emotion, Key. Even the last picture, if you look, if you look at his IG thing. I mean, it's very loving, Shailene. I love it. The friends, the family, the camaraderie. Him and Cobb. But the, the last picture here where it, it's literally Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams on the field, and he is not there. That was the game he missed. Is that a sign? Is, that, is this the future of the organization that's going to be without him? Like, this stuff to me, Key, honestly, like I'm Aaron Rodgers out, and I like Aaron Rodgers. I've kicked it with Aaron Rodgers. I love it. I get it from a media perspective. This guy is a content genius. We're talking about him every turn of the day. But, like, this is so intentional to me. This is like your boy messing with you. It's like, well, you know, they, how am I going to mess with him today? What signs can I send today see, I to keep so. him guessing? I, don't I think so, Jay. See, I think that's what he wants, different. Key. He wants you reading into it more. Like, now he's going to leave. He's going to retire. He's not going to go here. Like, I just but see, why- I can't draw a conclusion from IG posts on, you know, being thankful Monday nights. I can't. (laughs) But
3: why would you you put that out there? And then you say things like Devontae Adams doesn't want to be franchise tagged because, you know, he doesn't want to do that. And if he leaves, the one thing that they are going to do is franchise tag him because Devontae Adams is not going to go play with another quarterback when he wants to play with Aaron Rodgers. So if you franchise tag Devontae Adams and he's in Green Bay, the only reason why you're going to tag him is so that he does not leave. But if you left him open and Aaron Rodgers was to come back, he ain't going to leave. So you don't need to use your franchise tag on him. You just negotiate a long-term deal because why would he want to part ways away from his quarterback if his quarterback is going to be there? That's why. That's another reason, uh, Max, I think he is
1: leaving. Yeah, I think that's a good think about what I Think means. about what I just
3: said. Yeah. He said Devontae Adams didn't want to be tagged. So if Aaron Rodgers decides to leave, they're going to tag him. If Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay, there's no point in using a tag on Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams is not trying to separate
1: right. away a, from Aaron Rodgers. That's a very good reading of the tea leaves, I think. I also think that there was so much smoke around the Broncos last offseason. And I never fully understood it. And then you hear Shailene Woodley, his fiance at the time, had a place in Boulder an hour away. And now they're broken up, but it seems amicable. But, you know, like, I, it just was enough smoke around Denver in particular. And then they hire his OC, make him head coach. And, and now he posts this and that the clue you just read about, um, that you read into as it relates to Devontae Adams' contract situation. And I agree that's a good reading of it. It feels to me like this is a goodbye note. But, Jay, as you say, he's messed with people for so long, maybe it's just misdirection.
4: Wait, so hold on, Max. Are you saying, like, he's going to go play for the Broncos to be closer to Shailene to say, hey, like, maybe we can make this work out. I'm going (laughs) to come closer. I won't be in Green Bay. I promise I'll be in Denver. Like, is that what you're saying here?
1: No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) But I am saying that I don't think that was actually the lure in the first place probably. Um I think that uh, I think that, look, I like Key's idea of Tennessee. I like, I, Key's, so idea Tennessee. I like I, Key's idea of Tennessee better. I think Tennessee is this year's what this year what Cleveland looked like last year. I think for that reason, by the way, that these things change. Remember how good Cleveland looked last year? Maybe Tennessee, next year we're going to say, remember how good Tennessee looked last year? And that's why maybe you should stay in Green Bay, but it feels to me like he's leaving Key, as you say. And if I had to guess where, I'd say Denver. I'd say Denver. Keyshawn, uh, J. Will, and Max We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And uh, let me say that again. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I felt better. Okay. Jay, um, you were just on Get Up last hour with Brian Windhorst. Mm -hmm. And you said that this stood out to you, what we're about to play when it comes to LeBron and the Lakers. Listen to Wendy, ESPN NBA insider on Get Up this morning.
2: Those players that Clutch helped bring to L.A., those are LeBron James. That's Anthony Davis. That's Contavious Caldwell-Pope. That's Taylor Horton Tucker. These are the players that got the Lakers the title. So you can argue about whether or not a franchise should be in so close with the player and his representation. The Lakers don't have banner number 17 without LeBron and clutch sports. And if they want banner number 18, which Jeannie Buss has said is the most important thing to her to get past the Boston Celtics, her father Jerry's long-term goal, I think they're going to have to seriously consider going all in. You see, Keith, that was so fascinating to me when Wendy said it because at at the juncture it feels like right now there is a rift, right, between LeBron and Clutch and then on the opposite end the Lakers with Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka about him obviously being frustrated that there weren't moves made by the trade deadline for John Wall who was a Clutch client. But as we move forward and LeBron becomes way more, you know, voicing his opinion on these matters subtly and frankly – Wendy made me think. I was like, man, like he, he is right. They are already all in with clutch sports. So you might as well stay all in with an organization that helps you win your 17th championship. So then how do you take this relationship and continue to move it further and collaborate with LeBron and clutch in order to maintain LeBron staying there with LA, even though you, know, you don't think he's really going anywhere, uh, and, and still try to put your best shoe forward to win a championship?
3: They, you know, clutch and LeBron certainly got them seventeen. I don't know if LeBron James, the way things are constructed currently as we stand today, is anywhere near eighteen championships. Travis not. Rogers joining us from ESPN LA seventeen. What's up, Trav?
5: Good morning, Keith. How you doing? I'm great. I'm uh, I'm ready to talk about LeBron because everyone out here apparently decided that he's it's time to get him out of here. It's very exciting. It, it, it,
3: you know, and, and so what I try to tell Jay and others, you know, that that aren't as locked into the L.A. sports scene as, as much as I am, is I try to tell them, I say, man, when you start to mess around with the L.A. base, you know how it goes. It's like, okay, you gave us our championship, but that was then, this is now. Do you think LeBron will be eventually going back to Cleveland or somewhere else on his own?
5: Well, I I, I think it'll be his decision. I don't necessarily think it's going to be the Laker decision. I, I think it's interesting how quickly everybody forgot that this is how LeBron works, right? That LeBron comes in and he gets what he wants and he gives you exactly what he's given Cleveland and Miami and the Lakers. He gives you an incredible play. He gives you a championship somewhere along the way, and then he gets restless, and then he decides that, you know, I, this isn't exactly what I signed up for. Maybe the team isn't exactly what he thought it was going to be, so he'll drop some breadcrumbs uh, about – leaving about wanting this player instead of that player about moving on from one guy as opposed to another guy so no I'm, I'm i'm not surprised that he hinted that he might go back to cleveland or might go play with his son at some point i think this was probably pretty standard about how lebron has operated for most of his career
2: travis if you're genie bus what kind of autonomy do you give lebron james who has more power clutch lebron or rob
5: palenka <sighs> Well, who does or who should, I guess who should? the question, right? How about that, who should? Well, I, you know, the, the, the greatest wild card of all is LeBron and how long is he going to be this player? I mean, I, we're already past the point, I think anybody would have thought, where he would still one of the top two, three, five players in the league. Um, You're not going to find a better player than LeBron out there. You're not going to go replace LeBron with somebody who's playing better than he is. Uh, You know, that, that could turn at a moment at this point in his career, 19 years into the league. I would, I would double down with LeBron if it were me. Uh, I don't know if that's how Jeannie Buss is going to do it. I don't know if that's how she thinks that this is the, the next wave of the Lakers. I think that this is probably something uh, that she's thought about a lot, and then maybe she thinks that whatever comes post-LeBron is better than the tail end of LeBron. I, I disagree, but it does feel like the wind's blowing in the direction of Palenka because they're going to move on from him, it feels like there's been opportunities to do that prior, and they haven't done it.
3: Yeah, that, that's true, But but when you look at it, and, and Jay and I were talking about it. Yes, LeBron has constructed the teams and has done a lot of different things, whether it's Miami, whether it's Cleveland, uh, or here in L.A. But when they wanted to go get another clutch client in John Wall and move move Westbrook, that was vetoed by not giving up the first-round pick. Rob Polinka said, no, I'm not doing that. And now you see where LeBron apparently, I guess, Taking shots at Rob Polinka, so that people say he never actually used Rob Polinka's name, but you know, saying little things, dropping breadcrumbs. What do you think about that?
5: Well, let's go back to when Magic walked out uh, of the Laker organization a few years ago. What was the what was the reason that he decided to leave? It's because he felt that Rob Polinka was disingenuous. He felt that he was not he was being told one thing, and other things were happening. Well. What you were just talking about, Key, right? That Rob Polinka decided not to make the Westbrook-John Wall deal. And then he went out and publicly said, we decided we're not going to do anything after the deadline, and everybody in this building is on the same page. Well, LeBron wasn't, clearly. LeBron, LeBron didn't feel like he had been consulted or he didn't get what he had wanted. So... This is when this whole thing started. This goes back to the same thing we've heard about Rob before, that he'll say something without actually having walked through the process about whether it was with Magic Johnson or whether it's with LeBron. So I think that was the beginning of this, whether it was (laughs) Sam Presti, whether it was, you know, bleep them picks and him retweeting Les Snead or whatever it is, him putting all this shine on these other GMs. I think it comes back to – Rob saying one thing when it's not necessarily true, or at least true in the eyes of of LeBron James. You mean like the
3: Batman story?
5: (laughs) The Batman story (laughs) comes to mind, yes. Travis Rogers, (laughs) host of
1: Travis and Sliwa on ESPN 710 LA, my old station. So this is really, when you look at it, LeBron wants Westbrook, right? palinka okay you get what you want now lebron's like well that didn't work out go get me john wall oh i gotta give up a first rounder the only one we have in a million years now for john wall who by the way i don't know that he's better than westbrook right now uh no we don't want to do that now now fit hits the shan listen to this stan van gundy tweet travis russell westbrook is having the season the lakers should have expected His field goal percentage is exactly his career average, and his effective field goal percentage is a little higher than average, while his three-point percentage is down a little. His turnovers are his lowest in eight years, and he's still averaging 18.3, 7.8, and 7.5 points, rebounds, and assists, or assists and rebounds. I don't know. They're virtually identical. What do you think about that, Travis? Like, this is the player they should have expected to get, and this is the guy LeBron wanted well max it's funny you say that because this goes
5: back to when they made that deal several months ago i was the only one on your former station my current station is like uh fellas we sure about this <laughs> while everyone else was planning the parade route while everyone else was saying, oh this is perfect it's the third star to match up with Kyrie, kd and james harden in brooklyn it's going to come down to these two teams my response was Have you guys watched Russell Westbrook play the last five or six years? Have you watched how he goes about doing what he does? I agree with Stan. I I think he's exactly right. I agreed with him back then that this was not a good fit. Russell Westbrook is not a complimentary player. Russell Westbrook is a star player. Russell Westbrook is an incredibly exciting player. In moments, he's a fantastic player. But the idea that... He was going to slide in and become this 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 different guy, this different person, this different type of player, where he was just there to support LeBron and AD. It never made any sense to me, and and I agree with with Van Gundy that he's been exactly what he always is, frustrating at times, really good at others. But he's Russell Westbrook, and to expect him to be something else was was it was a fool's errand from the jump.
3: Jay Travis, so if LeBron James decides LeBron James if he doesn't win another championship in LA to get to 18 or whatever the case may be while he's here what will his LA legacy be
2: Jay and Trav go ahead Trav you know LA better than I do
5: well i think his LA legacy is kind of what it already is whether it comes with another championship or not key i don't know if it changes all that much we we were talking about this a lot on my show yesterday that I think Laker fans look at LeBron as something as an interloper. They're they're grateful for the championship he brought them a couple of years ago. They're grateful for the opportunity to see him play every once in a while. But he's not one of their guys the way that Magic was, the way that Kobe was, the way that even a guy like Shaq was who came from a different place. Because when LeBron got here, he was a finished product. He didn't need the Lakers to make his bones in this league. He was already a fully-fledged legend by the time he got here. And, Laker fans like to be a part of the legend making. Laker fans want to think that being a Laker is part of the of the legend in and of itself. Well, Le- LeBron didn't need that component of it, so I they, they never really fully embraced him. It was really interesting yesterday to listen to Laker fans call the show, to listen to them tweet at us and talk about how, you know, the second it got hard, he wanted to leave. The second that Hmm. things aren't going his way, he's talking about playing with his kid or going back to Cleveland or talking about Sam Presti. They turned on him so quickly. It was remarkable how – I mean, he's been the best player since he came here, clearly. But there's not – there's respect, there's admiration, but – I don't think there's real love, and I don't think that even another championship would change it all that much. Yeah,
0: he-
2: I, I agree with you, Trav. I, I would say quickly, though, if LeBron James forces his way out from the Lakers, mm, then, mm. then that turns into a really big issue because it's just not LeBron James and basketball we're talking about. We're also talking about them taking a huge investment into Spring Hill and the entertainment and production company that they're building within L.A., and I think that even makes it more intriguing, right? Because if you force your way out, and Key and I were talking about this before the show, like, would you be blackballed from Hollywood to a degree? Like, how would that town still bring you in to allow you to have all these crazy projects that you do if you burn them the, right, the wrong way? That, it's an interesting piece of conversation.
5: Yeah, I, I, I don't know a ton about how deeply embedded he is now. I know that he's got a ton of things that show up on my TV all the time. So as long as he's making good stuff, I would imagine that people will still take meetings. I would imagine that LeBron James, just the the cult of personality, his name and everything else, will get him in a lot of doors. I, I don't know if everybody here is so Laker loyal that they're going to pull the plug on his on his Hollywood projects. I mean, may, maybe, but that seems pretty extreme to me. I, I wouldn't think it would happen. And I, like... I don't know. This is this is why I'm such a LeBron James fan. He Even if that were true, I don't think he really is going to make his decisions based on that. I think he's going to make his decisions based on what he wants to do in the moment, whether he wants to go back to Cleveland, whether he wants to play with his son. I think those are going to be the two things that determine his decision making not whether or not he gets the the next uh, version of deal or no deal
1: on the air. Lakers history <laughs> so gangster. Wilt Chamberlain and LeBron James don't make the mount the Mount Rushmore of great right. Lakers. Wilt Chamberlain and LeBron James got no place on the Mount Rushmore. Thank you Travis, appreciate it. Thanks guys. This could be LeBron's last chance to win a title with the Lakers, right? But there are some guys in the NFL with their last chance. Sean J. Will and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It is time to play real or not real, as you can plainly hear. We're playing quarterbacks' last chance with their current team. Okay? Real or not real, is this the quarterback's last chance? Okay. So if you think he's already had his last chance... That's not real. If you think, no, it's not going to be his last chance, he's going to have more chances, that's not real. But if you're like, this season, that's it for this quarterback, then that's real. Real or not real is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Try the $45 silver unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with Nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Evan, why don't you uh, do the honors?
4: Yeah, and we're starting with Mason Rudolph because Kevin Colbert said yesterday the Steelers GM That if the season started today, Mason Rudolph would be their starting quarterback, and they would like to see what Mason has and what's next for him. So, last chance for Mason Rudolph with the Steelers, real or not real, Key? Real.
3: This is real. I mean, this is last chance. Uh, Because if he doesn't get the starting job here, he's not good enough to go anywhere and become the starter, period.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree. I would say real. I, I think with some of the options out there, with all the speculation around Jimmy G and and where this team could be, I don't think Mason Rudolph is a guy that can get them over the hump. And if he can't get this one, he ain't going to get any.
1: Um, I'm going to say not real. This reminds me of the, Brian Cashman one year said, Bubba Crosby, GM of the Yankees. Bubba Crosby's gonna be their starting center fielder right before he signed Johnny Davis. You ain't going in no season with Bubba, and you ain't going in no season with with Mason Rudolph as your starting quarterback. Not real.
4: Jimmy Garoppolo, last chance with the 49ers. Real or not real, Key? Not
3: real. Not real at all. I think when you think about Jimmy G, who's led a team to an NFC championship game this year, Super Bowl a couple years ago. He is a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Whether it's with the 49ers or another handful of teams, he'll be a starting quarterback in the league
1: again. But it's real or not real with their current with team? With their current with team. With their current with team, their you current think team. it's, it's – is he gone or is he going to stay, Key? Oh, this
4: is this his last year starting with the 49ers, Key?
1: I would say it is
3: real. It's real. This is his last chance with his current team.
2: Yeah, I would say not real just because I know there's movement, there's speculation, there's always going to be shiny objects out there like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Tom Brady. Will he come back to the San Mateo area? But at the end of the day, Jimmy G kind of gets it done when he's on the field and he's healthy, and it doesn't look like Trey Lance is ready yet. So I'm, I'm going to go with not real.
1: I, I'm I'm going to – I agree with both of your analysis. Jimmy G is that dude. Like, I don't know why everyone like, – he's gotten – Better results last two years he was healthy than maybe anyone in the NFL. Like it's nuts, but for with his team, but I'm gonna say not real just because Evan, this dude is basically talking about they're going in separate directions. He's been public about that. So I'm gonna say he won't be on the team this year.
4: Sam Darnold. I think we did this last year. Sam Darnold on the Jets, QB's last chance with the Jets. Then he ended up getting traded. So Sam Darnold, last chance with the Panthers. Key real or not real? Real.
3: This is his last opportunity, his last chance with the Carolina Panthers. If he wants to take advantage of it, you got a coach that's on a burning hot seat with a long-term deal. This is his last
2: chance. They're not going to be easy on him. I I would agree with Key. I would say real, too. But let me bring it back for a second. I just hate this because a lot of times, Key, and you and I talk about where you get drafted matters. And a lot of people say, well, you just make the best of your situation. Sometimes that situation can make you into something different. And I feel like that's – the different is the thing we're talking about with Sam Darnold, and I know he has a new opportunity. I still, know if it's going to reach the point of what we thought Sam Darnold could be.
1: Uh, I think it's real, and I don't even think it should be real. I, th- I, th- I don't think Sam Darnold is starting quarterback. I hate that. I that know. Man. I just it's I my conclusion, but I think it is real. I think they're going to give him one last look.
4: All right, Daniel Jones, real or not real, last oh. chance with the Giants, Key.
1: I would say it's real. This
3: is the last opportunity. Uh, at the New York Giants this year with a new coaching staff, no excuses. He'll be in a battle. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they sign Mitch Trubisky, put him in a battle, and he loses. So mm. this is real for him. This is last chance.
2: Yeah, I, I say real. You got a, a new head coach that's giving you a one-year tryout period. Let's see if you can adapt and recalibrate how you played years prior. And if you can't, it's
1: not going to be here at the Giants. Yeah, it's real. I mean, you know, how much, how many, how much, how many, how many looks do you need? Yeah, it's real.
4: Tua to Tongavaiola, last chance with the Dolphins—real or not real? Keith?
3: I would say it's not real. I think that they give him two years to see what he has. He has got a new head coach and coming in, and and they got to put the staff. And he done some things that they think they can manage um, the style of offense that they're coming from in San Francisco certainly lends itself to Tua's to skill set where they're not asking him to push the football down the field. Dink and dunk, smoke and mirrors works perfect for him, so it's not real.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you, Key. I go not real. Look, man, Tua played his tail off down the stretch, and I really do think that sometimes even a change of pace, obviously uh, there was a little bit of a chemistry issue between him and Brian Flores. I think Mike McDaniel – makes that a different relationship, it allows it to breathe, and I frankly think Tua is going to blossom
1: this year in the league. I don't think it's real just because I think Tua is a good player. I think he's getting better, and I'm higher on him than most. I think sometimes if you don't have that electric arm or you can't really run, um, like, you know, burn, and especially if you're not the tallest, people don't look at what you can do. He was an accurate passer, man, and his development is not unlike Drew Brees. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Drew Brees, even though he's compared to left-handed Drew Brees. But I, I, I think he's good, and I think he's getting better, so I'm going to say not real.
4: All right, last one, Baker Mayfield. Last chance for the Browns, Key?
3: I think it's real. I think that this is his last opportunity to show the Cleveland faithful that he could be the quarterback that takes them into the future.
2: I would go real as well. Look, there's a lot of pressure considering OBJ left this team, then went on to win a Super Bowl and had a phenomenal playoff series. I mean, he just played out of his tail. So you're seeing that. You're hearing stuff about Jarvis Landry. I think the writing is on a wall. Baker has to prove himself this year. As
1: Snoop once said, that's realer than real deal Holyfield. Man, I mean, like, man, here's the bottom real. line. Not just for his contract. You know the pressure on Baker Mayfield? If this, thing, if this doesn't work in Cleveland, it's his fault. They had a good enough team if the quarterback was not only good enough to get it done but stay as a magnet for players, right? OBJ is gone. This one might be leaving that one. I think it's real as can be. Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance. And speaking of Cleveland and guys who may want out, another wide receiver, another wide receiver. Another one may be on his way out of Cleveland. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.
0: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
1: Hey, hey, Keyshawn, hey, J. Willamax, hey, ESPN hey, Radio. Hey. So Jarvis Landry, hey, hey, about hey. an hour ago, tweeted the following. Reality behind all this is I came back to play in the best shape of my life. I got hurt. Week two with a high-grade MCL sprain, partial quad tear, and bone bruise, then came back way too early and ended up staying hurt the entire season. You never heard me mention anything about it. Also, my media availability didn't happen because I was focused on getting on the field as healthy as possible during the week and after games. A strategic plan was set in place to be followed. I put the ball in the Cleveland court. By telling them I would like to stay, but if not, then I have put the ball in Cleveland's court by telling them I would like, well, this is a little redundant, <laughs> but if not, then I'm confident enough in myself to be a better, healthy me this year and moving forward to helping do my part in winning a championship elsewhere. What do mm. you read here, Key? Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I'm glad I'm not reading from Twitter, right? <laughs> um, that's for Sure. I think when you look at it, Jarvis Landry doesn't mind being in Cleveland. They got to pay him. So he's got years left on his contract and no guaranteed money. And as a player, you want to you wanna be valued in anything that you do in life, whether it's working here, playing football, basketball, Jay. You want to be valued. And we know when we don't have guaranteed money left on our contract that the writing is on the wall based on the performance, the year, That this year for him, he already knows that there's a chance that he can go into the spring, go into training camp, and they release him in the summer, and now all the rosters are filled up. There's no money left out there in free agency anymore, so why not get released right now so now I can hit free agency when I'm healthy again? Kansas City needs me. New England certainly needs me. The Raiders may need me. Mm. You know, so you mm. start looking at different places. San Francisco may need me. You start saying to yourself, I know that I can still play this game at a very high level, and they know, other teams know, that I can play it at a high level, and I want to get paid. That's, that's the bottom line. He has no guaranteed money left on his contract, and he doesn't want to wait till the summer before they release
2: him. Keith, okay, let me switch it up on you and ask you this. If you were Jarvis Landry... If you could get paid by Cleveland, would you want to be in Cleveland? Would you want to be a Baker Mayfield? See, now you're asking me stuff. Come on, man. What? I'm just, this I, is. This is. I mean, look. I find. It I didn't so, play
3: with some. I didn't play with some quarterbacks that's what that asking. Baker Mayfield actually is better than. So, okay, I, I get it. Well, but no I'm put myself there. in.
4: Baker Mayfield would be a top three quarterback he's ever played with. So. But, uh, <laughs>
2: Damn, that puts him into perspective. And he he
3: perspective. Like and that's real talk. Vinny
4: Testaverde, Brad Johnson, Baker Mayfield. If Key had ever played with them, right, So Key, I mean, I, no, I, I, Baker if, ain't
3: better. He ain't better than Drew. He wasn't better than Drew Bletso. No, 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 I, I don't, don't want end. to
2: digress, but Key, <laughs> if, if you always do, if he, if there were guys out there like Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, yeah, but, would you but, rather yeah. play with them?
3: I would rather win a championship. With those guys, hey, they give me a better chance to win. Now, when it all boils down to the money, though, too. Now, if they talking about they ain't got nothing but a dollar and fifty cent, and these other teams are talking about that they got three dollars, then I'm going to go take the three dollars and play with Patrick Mahomes. If Cleveland think they getting a hometown discount because I'm already under contract, then no, I'm not not with him at quarterback. So yeah, no, we not ended at all. the
1: last segment talking about Baker Mayfield. Not only has not gotten it done, and I know he was banged up this year. But And I know he's had a lot of different OCs and head coaches the first couple of years, but he wasn't enough of a baller because game recognized game, right? Real recognized real to be a magnet to keep guys there. And and that's, Man, that's one of the that, – that's this too, Key. Take off your blinders, Max and Jay. You
3: honestly think – that Landry didn't just see his best friend yes. win a Super Bowl no title. No, like, you got to be a woman. damn fool and blind no to doubt. think that he ain't sitting back going, man, life would be so much better, so much greener on the other side. I mean, like, yeah. it's the reality of it. In every workforce that we in, man, like I said before, whether it's here, whether it's 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 basketball, baseball, football, just life in general, when you see something better on the other side and it's not working out where you
1: currently are, you run to it. Yeah, you and know that, why players didn't it, you, you do that as do much it. in the past because they didn't have the power to, mm-hmm. and players are more empowered today than they were 30 years ago. You know, and 30 years ago they were more empowered than they were 30 years before that. And by the way, the best quarterback he's ever played with is me. Well, that, that's a <laughs> that, damn. That, that's <laughs> a damn lie. I ain't even
3: gonna I ain't even gonna swell your head up no more. That's a lie. That's, you ain't. You that's ain't Chris Verman, man.
1: Well, oh yeah, I take that back. Ooh. I take that you back. You ain't even close. I, by, by the way, I take that back. I wasn't thinking about about Boomer. Yeah, he's, You said it. I did.
2: some humble
3: pie? But hold on,
1: hold on. Not on the radio, my friend. I've never had no. Radio. I work with him on the radio. Hey, okay. So
3: you want to go there? You ain't Mike Tarico.
1: Mm, you did Tarrico so, on the radio, huh?
3: Yeah, I did Torico on the radio. Yeah, you want man, me wait, to keep you, going? Wait, I may have to wait. Wait, you did. You did Torico on the radio. Stop, man! You know what I'm talking about. I work with Mike Tarico on I the see. radio. There you go. We had a show together. Really? See, 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 <laughs> Where Max. You. Where was on oh God, I was with Tarico. Ooh, man, I was with Tarico when I first started working at ESPN for mm. like three years, I think. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I did that, countdown, and then him and I yeah. had a weekend show.
2: Herman and Tarico. That's yeah, tough. that's pretty good that's one uh, too. I have that's that's to. Pretty admit good it. company. Yeah, it was like pretty me, good Chris Mortenson.
3: I, I think it was like me, Chris it. Mort, and Tarico.
1: Yeah. You're the best. Um, I'm the best quarterback. You You're play. the best quarterback. I've <laughs> and
3: then, and then, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, you ain't no Travis Rogers either. And no, I was with no. Travis in L.A.
1: Now, Radio, I take a backseat to no one. No one. Keyshawn J. Willimax is presented by Progressive Insurance. And, boy, I'll tell you what. This is like a sneaky news day because of Aaron Rodgers. He posted something that, to me, that, that registers as news. That reads like a goodbye letter. It and does. As, as key, point, key, as you pointed out, look at what's going on with Devontae Adams. W- look at the behavior of the Packers. It's as though they're preparing for life without Rodgers. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.